welcome everybody and happy Halloween to everybody. Listening to the Lookout Podcast, I'm of course Meals. I'm here with LJ, episode 158 of the Lookout Podcast. Um, Halloween, we're here. It's spooky. What are we? What are we doing uh, to, to 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 bring the spookiness, the vibes, all of Um, we're watching Mad Junji Ito. Um, shit. What the hell is that? The the writer. Junji Ito. Yeah. Who's that? He's a he's the mangaka. He does all the the creepy shit that everybody loves. Huh. Uzumaki. And what's he written? Um, like the uh, Uzumaki and the Liminal Zone and Black Paradox and all those other crazy things. I, don't know. I have never music. read any of them. Yeah, I've, I've never read any of them. Who are I think, and I think so. I think so. A few of his things got adapted to like anime stuff too. You can watch it. Yeah, but it's, it's creepy. It's, it's weird as hell. Well, it's bad, to... like scary a- 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 anime though. So we should no this episode. Though, uh... Nah, I feel like for so several watch reasons. High of the Dead. Yeah, I'm half, I haven't watched that yet, but I even feel Chainsaw Man is kind of scary, isn't it? Like when a world where devils take over and stuff like that. Like we're very apropos on this episode, actually. Um, you know, a, a, a person gets turned into a a weapon. Like uh, things happen in this series and stuff like that. Um, nah, yeah, definitely. This is definitely. A, I'll, I'll say, Chainsaw Man is definitely a, a scary series. No, a horror series. Absolutely, For sure. might as well be. As much blood as in the first season of the anime. Oh, um, man. A classic first season. I love that first. Absolutely, season. absolutely. You know, so me, that, you know, I'm not big on rewatching shit, but I would definitely rewatch that first season. I haven't rewatched it yet. Um... I don't know what I'm waiting for. I just haven't rewatched it. I feel like I need to watch more things um, before. You say that, but then rewatch My Hero Academia. I don't like you. But I haven't watched it, but I haven't rewatched it. <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> I will rewatch it, you know, because sometimes this just makes more sense. It just really, really does. And to be In honest, your head, it, it does. It, it yeah. makes way more sense, and it always will. Um, I'm going to rewatch my hero. I probably won't do it this year, to be honest with you. Now reread my hero might be a different story. Might have to catch Re-reading up. It's crazy. I've reread everything from Star and Stripe. This is manga spoilers, by the way. I've read everything. Well, not not that Star and Star and Stripe is this scene in the anime. I've read everything from Star and Stripe to the current arc, like Mad Times, over and over. But I've done the same thing with like JJK. Like I just finished watching another manga video on the shibuya incident that's currently airing now just because it's like every week it's like it's cutting off at this certain time and like oh god this is getting good i gotta remember what happens and then i rewatch it and then i'm into it again so being an anime fan is just rewatching the same thing over and over and over again you know i want better for you sometimes i want you to watch other things that's it mills that's just want you to watch other stuff all right. Other stuff is good. And I'm not even into other stuff sometimes. You, you know gotta be I mean? into other stuff. This nah. is what the essence Horror. of the lookout is. We are here to to, you, to you, you are we spent the fifty first fifty episodes covering Dragon Ball Z, which I watched a million <laughs> times before that. The, the essence of the lookout is to watch the shit you've already watched and talk about. <laughs> 
that's the essence of the lookout. It's not no, actually the discovery we gotta, we, we, shit. We, we are evolving. We got new artwork. We got the, two the, characters that have no names anime, yet. As anime fans, and, and I'll say this because the numbers don't even lie themselves. Subs lie, dubs lie, numbers don't. The numbers don't even lie that the the, the most popular episodes that we have had have stuff that people have watched over and over and over and over again. Like we gotta break the mold. This is true, but I don't know. Like sometimes it's cool. Sometimes I'm I'm fine with because I'm like eh. Mo- most stuff like I see it, I can get into it and stuff like that. But there's so many different options. It's like actually overwhelming to actually look at it all. Um, so I kind of like keep to if something grabs my interest like a chainsaw man like this if the manga usually grabs my interest i'll tap in um but other than that like there's so much stuff out there like i i'm on animenewsnetwork.com to see if there's any news that we need to cover currently before we head into chainsaw man part two talking about that on this episode um there's i'm again i'm scrolling past goblin slayer the 100 girlfriends who really 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 love you anime um you know, Pokemon Horizons, Blue Lock, Academy Cities, Gushing Over Magical Girls Anime, The Fire Hunter. So, like, where do you even begin watching any of this? I think it stems from, hey, this is what you're into. You'll probably like more of the genre of this. You should watch more of these. And typically, like, horror stuff, besides, I guess, Chainsaw Man. I'm not really a horror fan, to be honest with you. You gotta get you on Hell. At least watch Helsing. Helsing? Yeah. anime yeah okay we'll that's see. a good one it's a good one um but no i mean i get what you're saying I, I we're the we're the comfort anime show everybody got their comfort stuff that they go back to and rewatch over and over again usually it's the most popular stuff i just you know listen can't always order chicken tenders at every restaurant we go to right absolutely but sometimes you see the other shit that they have on the menu like hmm I don't know if I want the eggplant. I'm not telling you. I'm not much. telling you to order the 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 grilled octopus. Just saying. No, 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 no. I understand what you're saying. It's just there's just some stuff I'm just not into. Like I'm a picky eater. I'm a picky watcher. I watch very few seldom things. After we do this, I'm probably gonna go back to watching basketball. Um, and that's just not how... a football guy. Guy ain't got red zone. Uh, not really no but i know enough about it to 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 to, to exploit it for money but um you have a parlay going right now i had a parlay that i won earlier today actually the only parlay i won today was the football one and not the basketball one because sga um decided to (laughs) i guess he spent too much of his time being a baddie and decided to shit all over my game today. And then um, all my other straights also did not pass either. Because Jokic, two points away from actually getting me anything. But you know what? Maybe another football won't pass today. Who knows? I don't know. It, it just, that's how life is. It, it is, uh, you know, taking chances, taking risks. We're going to start having a, a betting segment on the, uh, on the lookout. Um, nah. Look out bets. I don't. I don't. I don't want to solicit any uh, any bets. Nah, that's not me. Um, come on, we gotta get the we gotta get the FanDuel. Uh, what you call it? Sponsorship. 
if I could bet on how many people die in like the next Attack on Titan thing that's premiering next week, which I'm very excited for, I would do that. God, thank God we're at the end, baby. What do you mean, thank God we're at the end? <laughs> God, we're at the end, man. Listen, it's a great series. It's, it's an a, amazing series. It's an amazing series, but we're at the end. You know how I feel about the end. We're the at end, the end. You know? We're at the end. I guarantee you, you're gonna like the end. I I'll probably like the end animated more than written. Sure, right. But I guarantee you'll give you appreciation for the end, even in the manga thing, because you were uh, very, very um, upset with the ending. Gonna... And I'm like, it's not that bad, honestly. It's not. It makes sense. It's kind of weird and thing, but. It makes sense. How do you think people you know, are yeah. going to react to that scene? Um, I think people are going to. I think with the music and the animation and all the other graphics and stuff that go into it, people are going to love it. People are like, oh my god, this is one of the... It's top two and it's not two. You know what I'm saying? Oh, one of those things. A um, little bit of news cleaning. We got to talk about this. Because if, if we recorded the same time we did last week, I probably would have talked about it then. But we got to talk about it now. Um... I would say probably besides Crunchyroll service launches on Prime Video, that's pretty exciting. If you like, if you hate um, Crunchyroll's user experience and love Prime's user experience, definitely tap into that. Um, it's an add-on. I don't know why, but I feel like I should get it for free if I have a Crunchyroll account. But also Crunchyroll. <laughs> I can't also, give up Crunchyroll because you know I got grandfathered in, so my price that I'm paying for Crunchyroll is still the same before they raised the prices. Did you see the? I haven't got the email personally, but did you see the thing about the class action lawsuit against Crunchyroll because Sony sold all of our information to various third party sources? Yeah, they said I can get up to like thirty dollars. Yeah, I haven't got that email, but I'm going to make sure i, get I think but it was it was between a certain time in which you signed up and i'm actually like a thousand percent sure i signed up before oh, wait wait i think i got mine i think this is it i think this is it i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm a thing for, i'm gonna check you and then I'm wow. see the funny you thing know, is, gotta... is that shout out to whoever's in oakland that just signed into my crunchy roll account mm. Mm. See, see how they do you. They see, see how they how did me. Do? See how country rolls do it. People from Oakland. Who you know from Oakland? I only, I only know a couple people out in Oakland. Who do you, but, who do you know enough to to let you log into? Your- <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I need, none of the people I know in Oakland don't really be watching anime like that. Uh, but also, I got a community account, man. Like like seventeen people got my password so i'm pretty sure they they don't say that don't say that Crunchyroll not gonna give you your money he's like he's giving away his own passwords why we gotta pay him Uh, (laughs) i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to look i got the email i for sure got the email i got the email so what was the sign up because it it tells you in there it's a sign up date where in which claims must be submitted no longer no later than december 12th um Interesting. Anyway, listen. Korean cinema fund. Listen, man. All um, these companies selling our Moving Train Arc is getting finally being on Toonami. Took forever. Oh yeah, yeah. But eh, eh. it took it took way forever. I mean, they're getting it entirely too late. But I understand because of this new world that we're in with streaming, 
um, the rights and the the, 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 the ability to air things on actual television themselves uh, it's going to take longer and longer so unless the studio has some sort of agreement with it immediately um, it's going to take longer and longer but it took Demon Slayer just in general even the first season it took a super long time to, for it to air on Toonami like yeah. it, it, it took forever like I remember watching the debut of it on Toonami and like I mean I've watched this millions of fucking months ago but um it is what it is uh let's see what i want to talk about the dub the dub wars the dub actor wars of the bleach a thousand year dub (laughs) (laughs) voice actor wars the voice actor wars absolutely so i definitely wanted to talk about this this week because again like if this was last week we recorded the same amount of time i probably would have talked about it then um this week so I think this week though is when it really uh it, it took. It, well, it's it it shut down this week. Like it's it, people are not talking about it anymore. But I want to make sure to talk about it because I think this is kind of insane. So there's a lot of parties that are at fault in this situation. I blame Viz. There's the first part of it. I do blame Viz. The second part of it is this lady's, you know, manic machinations all on her own. But so as we go, Bleach Thousand Year War Blood, <laughs> Bleach Thousand Year Blood War arc anime currently airing, or at least it's, I guess it's yeah, it's currently airing, right? Yeah, well, yeah part two, three, or, yeah, part three, the conflict that's on scene right. Yeah, now. I'm telling you, part two is airing right now. Oh, okay, all right. Well, um, so voice actor Anaris, uh, who be spoke to at anime nyc a number of years ago who has voiced mirko and um, nessa from pokemon and um, yelena from attack on titan and a lot of other things was announced okay she is going to be voicing yorichi in bleach thousand year blood war and there's a lot of mixed reaction to it as you know people of color were like yay yes someone you know she's voicing this major thing and didn't really think anything of it and then everyone else who these anime diehard weirdos essentially was like no wow could you get rid of the original voice actor blah blah blah, blah. um shortly after maybe about a week after it was announced that wendy lee the original voice of Yuichi and bleach was now going to be returning to the role and the, the, the voices that we heard in the anime because Anaris already recorded her lines and it already started airing with her voice. So they essentially pulled the plug on her and then went back and redid all the episodes that had already aired with her voice in it and took her out completely from the show. Um, as you we, people of color, we are not happy for various reasons. Um, but I would like to say, I think Viz, apparently, you know, Wendy Lee went on Twitter and was like, oh, this was a scheduling thing. Viz didn't check with me with my schedule. I should have always been in this role. Like they, there's no reason they should have gave it to everybody else. And now it's making me look bad. And, and I decided to take the very professional thing route. It was like, Hey man, these things kind of happen. And, you know, this is this is just kind of the industry that we're in. I'm, you know, a fan of the original voice actor. I'm a fan of Bleach. Continue to support the show. Blah blah blah. Um, what we didn't like 
was all the responses to kind of like people being upset about NIEs being taken from the role, but NIEs kind of approaching it in a way of like, oh, okay, let me take the more professional route. Um, Wendy Lee was on Twitter disparaging her co-workers who supported NRE's, disparaging people who were in her comments thing. It was like, oh, your little friend has plenty of roles. It doesn't matter. She was being very, very nasty, very, very shady, very, very, very nasty. A very nasty woman is what I'll say about her. I didn't like this at all. I thought it was cheap. I thought it presented this kind of situation where um like i thought it presented this situation where um people were giving pretty much free reign to say like hey this was a diversity hire this was someone just because the character is dark-skinned or black or something along those lines that's why she was put in the role and as we've known from covering a lot of you know anime over the last number of years and at least it's been a major she's been in video games she's been in um you know she's in the latest street fighter she's in the most popular animes i don't think you can say this is yes would would i rather people of color playing people of color roles yes but it's not necessarily a must but i would rather it if especially if it's something that like lends to the experience of black people in this thing like i it's a I think in this post 2020 format, seeing a lot of voice actors say like, hey, man, I would rather this role go to someone of color, someone of the culture, someone of the origin and people's taking a step back has been admirable. We saw Apu from The Simpsons, who was notably voiced by a white guy, um, now voiced by Indian man. Um, Lots of characters on various different shows have been reprised by people of color now because it's just you need more opportunity within the space. It's kind of crazy that it wasn't that in the first place. Um, but to kind of like dismiss this as a diversity hire to me was a a major major that gave me the ick in a way go ahead yeah nah for sure and I think that once again it just minimizes how first of all hard um, on these works it diminishes the fact that it's like it's not like they just pick some random motherfucker off the street and so it's just like oh hey like you know you want to be the voice like she's putting her hours she's putting her work it's not like she's just some nobody that came in like you know she's very talented and like you said has done this before in major roles and major so it's not um to diminish her work like that and diminish her um you know her success in a way where it's like oh they only picked her because she's like that's whack as fuck and um, like I said, like Wendy Leeds being not being in a, um, you know, which, you know, and, and Wendy Lee, who was a person who, when, when the, um, whatchamacallit, Cowboy Bebop live action came out and everybody was mad about the Faye Valentine thing. Like she was one of the first people to stand up for, for old girl. Cause she was getting, you know, chat on because of how she looked and whatnot. And so it's like for you to do that in at one moment, be you know be an ally to that but then come over here and kind of you know spark and fuel this fire against someone else is it's whack um but yeah i i don't know it's you know like you said i mean it's and people once again not understanding this is like one of my big issues with like twitter and the fact that everybody gets an opinion that gets to be just put out there because it's just like people are just able to say nonsense without really understanding anything like first of all recastings like happen all the time it recasting. happens 
literally all the time. We're it, gonna have it an happens interview. all the fucking time. It, it, it nine times out of ten, two a lot of people don't even know it. They don't know it unless you really kind of do a deep dive and be like, oh, that person got recasted and during it. Like it, it's it used not- to happen all the time, especially with like four kids dubs. Which we all grew up on as kids, and then when they were actually transitioned to studios, for instance, like Dragon Ball, like um, Pokemon is the biggest one. Like I was about to say, we we're gonna have an interview with the original actor, um, Veronica Taylor, I believe, of Ash. She was replaced by um, I forgot what's her name. So I think it's Sarah. Um, she was replaced with someone because the studios change, and I don't think it. Again, this happens all the time it's it's a part of the business and that's what i'm saying is that when people are able to put their opinions and whatnot onto things that are um that once again really technically aren't that big of a deal or something that's just like hey it's just a part of this business and that and that happens and now all of a sudden it becomes a oh you know they they did this and it's nice you know it 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 sucks because it got spun into something that it's not and wasn't from the jump um but yeah like is, is is an amazing and i know she's gonna pick up some bigger roles and big things like and once i'm not i'm not even really mad at this for making the business decision or the decision because once again why why not bring in the original I'm cast mad, if you can i'm mad at them because i think they put in in one instance they put both actors in a really shitty situation which i can recognize from the standpoint of like recasting someone without even giving them the kind of like you recast most people from the original bleach but not really her but you didn't even give her a chance to kind of answer i understand that from that perspective um but also going back on it presents it in a much now it looks like pretty much this kind of like happened when originally i guess it was supposed to be wendy lee in this kind of role but however lots of howevers lots of butts lots of and but then um these are fictional characters and i understand i guess the the attachment to the character and i understand the amount of years you put in if someone recasted vegeta i'm pretty sure the entire world would blow up on itself however at the end of the day these are the Ultimately, we don't own these characters. We don't own these roles. We don't own any of these things because they're fictional characters created by someone else's kind of like machinations presented by the studio. So ultimately, if they choose to replace an actor, while we all get mad about it, we were mad about the Mob Psycho thing the other week because Homeboy didn't want to, um, last year, because Homeboy wanted union rates and they were like, pay them more? Extra? <laughs> Protection? Fuck out of here. Um... And they recasted Mob. And everyone was mad for a cool, smooth week about it. But ultimately, at the end of the day, the series must go on. And I think it would have been cool to see Wendy Lee. Um, I understand that she probably wanted her role. But it would have been cool to see her like give that kind of like, especially in this in this world that we're in 2023, it would have been cool to say like, yo, she's an amazing, even if she got her role back, she's like, yo, she's an amazing thing. Not being snarky and telling people that, oh, I'm sure your friend is going to get more roles. And I'm sure, you know, she's a, a whole bunch of other things. I was like, yo, you're a professional, man. You've been doing this for years. You're almost 60 years old. You're a grown woman. You're, you're old. Let me not get nasty with it. You a grown ass woman, all right? Like, 
there's no excuse for you at that. She's 63 years old. Calm down, bro. Calm it down. Bring it back a notch. Like, she made an apology all after the fact. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, what's the what's the heat on you now? Says pushing and are you? Hey, Loki. What she said was really fucked up, but I'm just like, hey, bro, you already saying it. You might, you should have just stood ten toes on what you were feeling. If that, if you really felt that way, no, because she was getting flambéed. Like she would probably, nah, she was getting, she was getting cooked. Rightfully so. Rightfully, rightfully so. She says, wishing and I used the best. I reached out and apologized mistakenly, assumed my colleagues knew that I originated the role and felt unsupported by the disappointment expressed in their comments. Read the cast change. Apologies, heartfelt well wishes, and at ease, welcome to the cast. I would never want to work with you ever again after you fl- after you targeted me on Twitter for something that was not my fault. First of all, second, she says I reached out and apologized. Come to find out, Anadis never accepted her actual apology either. <laughs> she was like, "I'm not in the space to accept this woman's apology," as she shouldn't. Um, she says. I haven't responded to Wendy privately as I have no energy and interest in participating in this situation more than I already have. I'm not ready to talk. Please respect that. Like, fuck out of here, bro. Like, if you realize how hard it is to at least put the foot in the door and there's so many young black voice actors getting their foot in the door. So many who came up like us watching Toonami and just want to hear their voice looking up to people like Phil Lamar and Bill Burton and all these other people who the very very rare people of color in this role and now it's becoming a little bit more diverse with you know asian voice actors to speak asian english voice actors and and, you know hispanic and and and, and lgbtq and all these other stuff like that and for you to act this way to me is like i'm like yo she said me listen she was coming off spiteful though you know what i'm saying she was hating in the day she's like dang y'all gonna y'all gonna fuck around and give my role to somebody else that's you know that's what it really came off as it said it really felt like you're gonna give around and give this in my role to a black yeah to a black girl at that yeah she was she was double hurt she was like not only did you recast me you gave it to a you gave it to a negro because oh because are are we casting people just because of the color of their skin now and that's what it, that's how people try to because i watched a chibi reviews video on this and i liked chibi reviews for a second i'm not a major fan but if it shows up on my thing and if you talk about something cool i'll watch it he's very analytical and stuff but he had no idea of what he's talking about he is way out of his realm and i hate when people use a term like you know you know, this might get me a lot of heat, but I'm just gonna say what I gotta say because I gotta keep it real. I'm it's like, always the most dumb bullshit that comes after that statement. It's so it's a ninety-eight percent rate that when someone says that shit, something dumb is coming out of it after. Where it says it's inherently racist to cast people of color in roles of characters of people of color just because they're people of color. I was like, what is wrong with you? I was like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, these are these are exper- people are just looking to have a voice in this people are just looking for an opportunity to this he didn't acknowledge her name in any of the videos he just kept saying this individual that really turned me off so i probably won't be watching his videos anymore um because that was just like nasty all this situation is nasty i don't think anyone deserved to be have their name drugged through the mud in this but i specifically don't think that anadis not only one who got no paper from this at all now had her role had essentially not only just her role taken back from her but pretty much erased from the series just in general and is expected to hold kind of a smile and just keep 
trucking along and like maybe there's another role that's going to be out there instead of being part of this icon. And I think that's the wag part. And that and that's my only thing that I mean not my only thing, but like that is one of my biggest gripes is that first of all super duper shout out to Ana again and not only because she's really talented or whatnot, but because of how she handled this, she handled this so gracefully and um because yo, if it was me and listen, I know for myself, I would have handled this so much. There, I've been popping off. Like I don't like what you like, glad that you got, <laughs> you got the nerve to disrespect me like that. You like bro, you, we would have, we would have came at it like a city girl. Oh man, bro, don't you man? Listen, I would have been out there talking crazy. Uh, what? <laughs> I would be like, oh man, the 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 words that would have oh, came out my mouth, yeah, for real, it would have been crazy. But she had a little so much grace. But I also do also felt like she had to because her back's against the wall because she would have popped off like that. I don't like I don't know how that industry works out and whatnot and, and all this and that. So she could have popped off on her kind get that. Next thing you know, she blackballed. She can't get no job. She can't do this, do that because they're like, oh, not she's a liability because of someone. You know what I'm saying? So, it you know, but it sucks though that she has to be put in a position where all these people can say these crazy things to her and crazy, and even Wendy be able to disrespect her in a way like that. And nothing, she's not gonna catch no repercussions. Biz no, ain't gonna be like, oh, nigga, you being a hater like that? Oh, fuck you. We gonna give, we gonna help her keep the role and whatnot. Like she can't, like she's not catching no repercussions. But I bet you, I mean, it's just like, no, what they they picked me because I was better anyways. She really got the pop in her shit. It, it would like the if the roles are reversed, it would have been a completely different type of reaction and different consequences would have happened. And so that's where I'd be feeling well because it's like, dang, now she's over here catching so much heat. And like you said, now it's become a race thing. Now it's become this and become that. And she can't, I'm pretty sure she can't speak as freely or as openly as she probably wants to on the situation because she listen, we, that there's some, there's going to be different repercussions and different consequences if she pops thanks. off how she probably wants to. But thankfully, she got people in her corner who will absolutely pop off for her. And, and it's not necessarily like we all targeting, you know, this lady and the, do all this stuff like that. But, like, this is how legitimately we feel. And this is something that's a familiar feeling that we've all felt in some kind of way. Being Black people, being Hispanic people, being all types of things and getting kind of like the shaft under the stick and having to smile through it. So that is why people are definitely mad about it. And it's something that the white ass chibi reviews would not be able to understand in this situation, unfortunately. So for him to speak on that in this situation to me is nuts. But hey, I mean, this is the world that we live in. And these are the anime fans that uh, currently occupy the space. These are the, these are the same people who, who went after... Um, Halle Bailey for playing a black, uh, you know, Ariel. Little Mermaid. Yeah, and it's like she's a fictional character. Who the fuck cares? You know, it is what it is. It's 2023. Like, come on, you know, people dick. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. But like I said, shout out to them. I don't pop off on people on Twitter no more because you told me to stop. So I gave up. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I still do a damn thing from now on. I don't want to on Twitter no more because y'all I said, just uh, stopped talking about AEW just in general. So that's that. I I realized that was a lot of my uh, that was a lot of the problems that uh that surmised on my timeline from talking about AEW. So I talk about it a little bit less. I'll I even use unless it's like really really crazy or out of pocket or something that I feel like needs to be said. But um, or if I feel like making a joke, um. 
But we should get to the actual what we came here to talk about. Um, besides, talk about first, demons, uh, absolutely, well, devils, devils. demons. Um, however, I want to implore people that next week again we will be having. I don't think it's going to be the final episode of Titan Time because I actually do want to go over Attack on Titan in full now that it has ended. But this is going to be the. I thought this is. I mean, technically, technically, it's the final Titan Time because well, it's it's the final episode of Attack on Titan that we're going to be covering on Titan Time. But I feel like there's a space for us to cover Attack on Titan in full. Um, no, no, for sure. I think we should do it ASAP. As soon as it's done, we do our final Titan time. We go straight into the series. Listen, we're going to make it happen. We're going to lay out the thing. We're going to, you know, with t- Attack on Titan, you got to do all your Googles and you got to do all your, you got to pull from here, pull from here, all types of thematics and stuff like that. You could really teach a course on it, not in college, to be honest with you. Um, some sort of literary course, though. Um, you could teach. I feel that there should be a college anime course because I feel that a lot goes into a lot of this writing and like the fact that uh, these mangaka aren't only writing, but they're also drawing the story and storyboard. Like, uh, there could be. There's a lot of there's a lot of influences that come from not only just the characters themselves, but like actual real world things, like the you know. But let us head to. Uh, the world of Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man Part 2, the manga. Chainsaw Man Part 1 originally aired, started airing in the anime form last year, last October. Um, I expect it to be, well, it's already got a lot of praise, but, uh, you know, this year I think the anime awards are coming up for Crunchyroll, and I expect it to be nominated for quite a bit of things because it was an exceptional series. So if you have not actually read the rest of chainsaw man i don't think we're gonna be doing major spoilers from the first chainsaw man but just know that if if you're asking where these characters are chances are they're probably dead um most likely (laughs) so um if you do not want to hear any spoilers on chainsaw man any further i would implore you to step out right here but if you have read chainsaw man which i implore everyone it's not that long it's like 90 something chapters um and it's a great read it, it it really gets me in the mind of Fujimoto, who is an absolute fucking maniac, which we will talk about soon. But Chainsaw Man Part 2 premiered, um, or at least started thing a couple months after Chainsaw Man Part 1 ended. And, you know, Yuji pretty much survives. Honestly, pretty much the only survivor. <laughs> That's why, kind of, there's more survivors, but he's the only one that's been... He's, a, he's the only notable survivor, we'll say that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. There's a couple more that survived or, or reincarnated or whatever the hell it is. Um, but part one ends. Part part one ends with like I'm going to high school, and my initial thing was like, oh wow, we about to get this Chainsaw Man series of him like navigating high school life, like it's fucking Degrassi. Um, nah, not at all. Not not at all. Denji, did I call him Yuji before? I feel like it. Well, Denji. If you did, hey, if you did, fuck it. Y'all know who we're talking about. Absolutely. Denji, um, still on a hunt for a girlfriend, is going through high school, Chainsaw Man Part Two. What what are your kind of like your thoughts on this kind of like this bridge between Chainsaw Man and Chainsaw Man Part Two? Um, before we get into like the the crux of the series. 
Um, I like the fact that we're getting a different vantage point. Um, within the same universe, because I think now, like, when you go into part two, um, devils now are in a weird way mainstream. Everybody knows about them. They're talking about them. They're you know, and so like the the dynamics between devils and they're praising them. Yeah, they're praising them. They're scared of some. There's a guy on a corner preaching about how we need to get rid of all of them. Um, you know, so it's more in our faces. The, the dynamics are different um, after part one. So I like the fact that we're kind of we're still in the same universe, but it feels like we're in a different world. If that makes any sense. Um, you know, just with the reactions and how devils are treated. So it's like, it's nice that although Denji isn't our main character, uh, you know, we're, we're getting a different viewpoint, a different outlook from somebody else who also has to live and you know, has to, you know, navigate this world of devils and, and what that different landscape looks like and what it means and, and how people are reacting to it. This to me again, I also agree. I like looking at it from a different vantage point. Also, I think this is doing what typical kind of like series kind of do when they when they're ready to kind of like elevate. And I think they open up the world, which I think is generally what Chainsaw Man Part Two really, really is. Like it's really opening up the world of Chainsaw Man to not only just the experience through Denji's eyes and kind of a character of him, but open it up to like what's kind of like the entire situation i think we're following um i think we were following kind of denji and like okay here's him his friends all this other stuff like that and like you said now we're looking at it from a different vantage point of not only um asa but we're looking at it from like okay the threat that is looming currently over them and we're getting expanded whereas makima was the true protagonist of part one now it's kind of like being multiplied in part two. It's like the transition from, I would say, Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z in a kind of way. where Because the irony is that Denji's looking for a girlfriend. Um, but the irony is there are four devils who are women that are hunting after him to make sure that they get him. And um, I think that's truly the crux of the series thus far. It's kind of like sent around these four horsemen, horsemen devils. The first one is the control devil, who was seen in part one and took the form of Makiba, and is now Nayuta, who we saw at the end of part one. And her intention was hey, to she's slay. great. I love her in the series. She well, gets introduced yeah. kind of a little late, but she's uh, she's so her amazing. Intru- her introduction is amazing. Her introduction is like, of course, Denji again, like the 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 irony of it, like Denji's trying to get it on, but these are the women who are actually kind of like targeting him. So as he's trying to make out with the main character, um, she pulls up and immediately like puts the kibosh on all of that immediately. It's awesome. And she's only like what 10 years old or eight years old. Or yeah. I love how he refers to her as the problem child. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's considering where he began and where it's kind of ending up now is kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So now it's Nayuta. Originally, the control devil's intention was to slay Chainsaw Man, bring him, you know, under control to wipe out her other sisters and get rid of their very own reasons of why they want Chainsaw Man. So all these four horsemen devils are against each other in kind of an instance. Um, 
Makima tried. She did bring her under control, but it wasn't able to keep him under the control. Yeah. Um, then we have Yoru, the war devil, who is paired along Asa, the main protagonist in this series, who we see who just wants to fight and kill Chainsaw Man. That's really it. Like, just wants to... He just wants, wants to look back. She like, wants man, revenge. Fuck everything. Yeah, I just I just want my lick back. That's it. There was a there was a war initially between Chainsaw Man and these other Horsewoman Devils, and Chainsaw Man essentially got the upper hand on them, and then Pochita disappeared out of nowhere, seemingly ran off to Earth, and that is where we kind of like start the story in part one. Um, and then we have the Horsewoman Devil Fami, the Famine Devil, who wants to oppose the po- apocalypse that is about to happen by killing. Well, I should have probably introduced Death beforehand, but um, wants to kill her older sister, Death, um, and enslave so she can use Chainsaw Man, enslave ward, the War Devil, which is Yoru, and Chainsaw Man to help fight the Death Devil. And then we have the Death Devil, who is the most strongest one of them all, who uh, imagine because the fear of just Death probably makes it an amazingly strong devil. Um who we haven't seen yet in the series, but is a looming constant over this entire thing of the the, uh, the apocalypse that is coming. Um, I mean, it's a. I think this is an interesting way to kind of like pitch this entire series. Like this is this is starkly different from the original one, which seemingly was like, okay, Makima, kind of weird, you know. Mm-hmm. Kind of hot, but kind of weird. Like it's <laughs> something unsettling about this. But I, we'll see where this is kind of going, and then you know, kind of we see where it goes. This one has a little bit more, I would say, stakes. A lot more things to save. Has the potential for Denji to be the hero that he kind of is. Kind of the potential for Asa herself to kind of like develop into someone who's strong as well. But after this first chapter, this first chapter is like peak Fujimoto. Like, do you yeah, remember really the is. first chapter of this? Like, uh, Asa accidentally kills vividly. the chicken. After yeah, yeah. yeah. So, she accidentally she kills the other. She kills the dude, right? She kills the chicken. All her um, Bucky, who the, the everyone loves because it's the chicken devil. I think it's the chicken devil, but it's not really strong devil because who's afraid of chicken? Like weirdos. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, Peter. Hey, I mean, maybe. But the chicken devil's not that strong, so Asa accidentally killed it um, by, like, literally crushing it and shit like that. <laughs> um, all the students in her class hate her, and she essentially, you know, in this situation, she wants to die. She gets encountered by this other devil here. Um, who is this owl? I think it's the justice devil or someone who is empowered by the justice devil. Oh, actually, no. She walks in on her teacher and a classmate getting it on, which is nuts. Like, <laughs> um, Yeah, Fujimoto, he, he was in his bag for sure. He's a weird cat. but he He's says, a weird dude, man. Um, says, I made a contract with the Justice Devil to find out how to reach my happy ending with Mr. Tanaka. So the girl that was, you know, messing with the teacher transforms into a devil, um, kills Asa, but then Yoru, the war devil, comes up and says, like, hey, do you want to live? If you want to live, make your body mine. And she essentially makes her body, inhabitates her body, um, takes the teacher, turns him into a sword, 
um, and then kills the uh, the girl who turned into a devil. And yeah, it's an amazing first chapter. And um, can I get the war take off real quick? Go off, please. I feel personally that this is in this series so far part two Fujimoto I think that this is stronger writing in this second part than it is in the first part for Fujimoto see I don't know I don't know if I fully agree just yet I think it's stronger world building but from a standpoint of, I think he's nuts in general. But oh I yeah, think, he's, he's a psychopath. Like he, right, right, he needs to be studied. But I think, thank you, police devil. Um, police I think devil. police devil. Listen, man, that's a strong devil, baby. <laughs> you ain't gonna keep, <laughs> um, I'm about to get on my Umar shit. Absolutely. I think it's weird. I think the original arc in. There's a lot that goes into it that I feel like. I mean, we haven't read it. I haven't read it in a long time. But I know there's a lot that goes into it that's exceptional in terms of writing from a standpoint and just building the character of Denji literally from the bottom up. And all his friends, all his experiences, all everything that he interacts with, I think it's amazing. Um, I think part two thus far is following kind of more of a... Um, a general anime format, albeit Fujimoto's eccentricities. Um, but I do think it's very strongly written. I don't know if I'm ready, if I'm prepared to say it's stronger than part one yet, but I do think there's a lot of cool stuff going on in this part two. Um, I just think that... Um... Especially just how the world is now. Like you said, I just think the world building, I think the world building in here is better because I just personally feel the writing is better. Um, I think that with Asa, her internal struggle of like, bro, I kind of got this like demon put on me. Like, I didn't choose to have this, like this demon just kind of got put on me. Um, and just seeing her internal struggles and even like with her kind of going through her own shit, you kind of figure out like the the devil, it's like the devil that she has or has his own like feelings, <laughs> uh, which is weird because, you know, you're really not always looking at that. Like even when the first part of Chainsaw Man, it was like Denji didn't. He was so down in the dumps. He didn't give no fuck. He was just like, yeah. hey. I, I'm I'm gonna just do this, 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 and that, and he was just kind of falling into these situations and fell into this world where it was like, damn, he had to handle a bunch of bullshit and had like a bunch of bullshit put on him, but he really didn't have any more emotional reaction to it. It right, was just right. more so like, hey, man, fuck it, it is what it is. I done been through some bullshit already, so I feel here it's like she's already she's had a rough life, but she's just more emotionally in tuned with herself and more emotionally in tuned with. Like, this is how I feel. Like, even the moment of um, when, is it the, they were calling her the falling devil, but it's not falling. It was, 
No, it's the falling devil. Yeah, it's the falling devil, right? So when the falling devil appears, and you know, obviously she's you know she's able to trigger people's memories and, and you know past trauma. Um, even Asa having that moment with the the with the war devil of being like, man, listen, I, I don't, I don't know what I want. Like, I'm so afraid. I'm afraid of solitude, but at the same time, I'm afraid of companionship. And that's why it's so hard for me to like be able to make friends because I, you know, I put myself in this solitude state, but also at the same time, I'm urging for this type of connection with another person and these other people. Um, and for even able to like communicate that and put that into words and say these things and come to that realization about herself during this moment or, you know, or, you know, the, you know, even even looking at some of the other characters around them and seeing them kind of like once again, uh, Fami, like her whole like her whole mission of being like, nah, dog, I, I don't I don't want this to happen because I feel that a world full of de- uh, devils isn't gonna that that ain't like the type of world I want to live. So I feel that there's just more motive and there's more emotion behind kind of the actions, and we're able to see it more. I think that in part right. one we weren't able to see more of that. It was just kind of more of damn. These people are kind of thrown into this world of devils, and it's just like thing, thing, thing happening, thing happening, thing happening, and and obviously Maki's behind there pulling all the strings of all these things happening. It isn't really until the end where we find this big reveal. We we're kind of like, oh shit, like these are why X, Y, and Z had a die. You know, so I feel right. like now, although it, um, a lot of people have been more complaining about the pacing because part one was so fast paced, like it felt like chapter after chapter there was something happening here like him taking the time to build out this world and flesh out these characters a little bit more has been a i like really been enjoying it it's one of my probably my favorite parts about this entire series so far two things really quickly i think first of all when you go back to the falling devil thing and kind of like her past memories the first thing i have to note is that origin story with the cat is one of the craziest things i've ever again fujimoto's nuts this origin story with the cat of originally oh, asa comes from this crazy. orphanage and she only has this cat and of course her mom i mean she only had the cat and her mom her mom was killed by the typhoon devil i mean everyone's parents are killed by some random massive force um which I'm assuming that Asa will have to confront at some point in this series. But even though, um, what's my man's name from the original series didn't get to confront the, I guess he did get, well, you know what? Let me not spoil shit. But um, that cat thing was kind of crazy. Essentially like, Hey, um, don't you want to play with the other people? And it was like, no, I just want to play with my cat. Like I, I, I which is hilarious. Um, I just want to play with my cat, but da, 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 um, and then she's like, all right, let me take it for her. Let me make sure to get her a proper home and stuff like that. And then there are some kids are essentially like, I found that cat at the bottom of the lake. And <laughs> it's like, what an extreme, like she kills the, and the orphanage person, the caretaker is like, why are you the only one who gets to have something from your past and no one else does? That's so unfair. And use that as the motivation to kill her cat, which essentially like barrels her down. But what I'll say about the Asa and, and Denji's character, I fully agree. Denji's character, it's literally like, to me, it's like, how can I how can I compare this? Asa's character is a lot more delicate in terms of its development and a lot more intentional with the things that are kind of going on. We're watching her essentially become an out from going from an outcast um, 
someone who didn't want to live, someone who had no intention on continuing. And then we're seeing stuff like in the latest arc, the latest chapter where she is like, all right, fuck it. They're about to bust in our room. I'm about to turn this whole room into a fucking weapon. Back me up on here. And she, you know, War Devils is like, fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that strength that's coming from within. um, And a lot of that actually has to do with the War Devil kind of instilling her the confidence that she has within her. Whereas Denji is a lot more rough around the edges. It's literally like you have this bag, you're trying to fit through this hole in the door. And instead of you just deciding, oh, let me find the best way to bring this thing through the door. You're tugging and pulling and pulling. You may fuck the door's hinges up. You may ruin the bag. You may something, but you eventually get it through the door. It's very not neat. It's very like, you know, um, it's it's yeah it's just it's it's unhinged in the way his thing was and a lot of the ways he reacted to things um because of the the, the difference in him and and in asa you look at it difference between him and asa the way he reacts to things like he had no concept of anything he didn't know anything at all he was an orphan and and the similarities he was an orphan the only thing he had was Pochita. The only thing she had was a cat. Um, th- those things got taken away from her, but essentially, you know, she's offered another opportunity to be strong with this power that she has, and she's using it to build upon that, and that's how they build their own character. That's kind of like where this kind of series is going, where their um, similarities lie. But realistically, like, and they're both looking for companionship, but in different fucking ways. Denji's looking for it in the most crude way possible of, like, I'm just trying to find girls to have sex with. And she's, like, actually, like, it would be great to have someone, but also, again, like you said, I don't know um, how to have that. And I think a lot of people can kind of relate. Because I think it's so much. I mean, like you said, Denji's thing is so surface level. He just wants to crash on something. Like, that's all he cares about. And it's surface level, but I don't think it's like, I don't want to dismiss it as something like just kind of like easy. Because no, it's not easy. Getting pussy ain't easy. No, (laughs) (laughs) obviously. Um, It's not easy. I don't want to dismiss it as like, yo, he's just this guy who kind of... Hey, listen, and this is taking place in 1999. He actually had to have some fucking game. He ain't got social media to help him out. What? That that the game different. Uh, Well, he had it thrown at him multiple times throughout the series and just... Yeah, he did. He failed. He he fumbled that shit. It's just... Got thrown up on. One tried to kill him. You know, all types of other things. Like, there's a lot of... Actually, multiple of them tried to kill him. Um, Yeah. Um, but also too, I think it goes to what you're saying though of like what it this it's like this hunt, and they're both kind of this search for um just connection with other people, um regardless if it's like physical connection like dingy wants or is it more of an emotional thing that uh also wants, but they're both looking for connection with people because they have both have these past and both have these things have happened to them that has created a disconnect from humanity for them. Um, and I think once again, it just goes to the, the, the uh, once Fujimoto gotta be just some type of psycho crazy motherfucker because only, I, I think all geniuses are like this, like people who can just create and write like this. They're they're all just got a few screws less uh, like loose in their head, right? Um, but no, it's just like the fact that though you can see 
these two people searching for the same thing, but like the contrast of how they're searching for it and what they're searching for. And um, and they and they cross paths eventually, which is like something that um again, like you look at like Attack on Titan, right? Like you look at the 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 season four starts from Gabby's kind of perspective or that kind of perspective on how they kind of deal things, but the relationship that she has with um Aaron um, or like the similarities they have with Aaron, and it's a long time before they actually come to cross. And when they do, it's actually destructive. But in this instance, I mean, it's kind of destructive. It's very, very toxic. Um, she has an affinity for a chainsaw man because, as most people do at this point now, most people have seen chainsaw man save their lives in some sort of instant, and now they have an affinity for it, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes. Um, she gets saved by chainsaw man. And then Chainsaw Man, well, then she meets Denji, who is not Chainsaw Man, who's actually was like, who is this whack nigga that's, that's trying to spit game? And he's just like, I am Chainsaw Man. And she's like, yeah, whatever. And she's like, Chainsaw Man. <laughs> that's not something that Chainsaw Man would say. Chainsaw <laughs> Man wouldn't smell like this. Yeah, um, you know. Something along those lines. Right, right, right. But um, Asa does, they go on a date on the aquarium. They meet the Eternity Devil again. Um, which, you know, it feel they get trapped in the aquarium until, um, and they meet Fami in the aquarium, which is kind of crazy, but, uh, they get out of the aquarium once Asa decides to turn the entire aquarium into a weapon, um, and defeats the devil, which is kind of also nuts. So, uh, you know what we haven't talked about? We haven't talked about Yoru, the war devil. What's your kind of like thoughts? On Yoru thus far, it kind of like smart. How it's fucking weird. Mm. Like, look at like these situations that Asa gets in. Where yeah, first of all, too, I love the fact that, especially when Yoru and um, Asa are having these conversations, that they have. It's like she's conversating with herself. Um, that that shit's so hard to me. I don't know why, but it's just like you have Yoru, which is also what she has the scars on her face and shit like that. But then it's like because Chainsaw uh, Man don't get to talk to no damn dog. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. Like it's oh god, it's it's I I love those moments. Um, definitely some of my highlights. But um, no, but you really like look at like the situations they get in and. His his able to kind of read the situation and his situational progress and how he even teaches her how to use some of the power. Like Yoru got you know, it, it, for a devil he's pretty smart. I think. I think again, I enjoy Yoru a, a, a lot. I do too, be, only because um, I think Yoru uh, she is she represents a lot of the strength that Asa doesn't have. And Asa represents a lot of the, 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 um, I won't say calm because she's anything but calm, but compassion in nature that she has from time to time that she doesn't have. Like we see it in the first arc where, um, they're running up against the cockroach devil and it's, um, Yoru's best friend, Yugo. And Yugo gets passed out or gets knocked out or something along those lines. And, you know, Yoru is just like either kill or leave that bitch or turn her into a weapon or some shit like that. But we got to get the hell out of here. And she, you know, um, Asa picks up 
Yuko and doesn't leave her behind and like is running with her in her hands and stuff like that. And like they run and eventually they, you know, Chainsaw Man shows up to defeat the cockroach devil. But oh, was it a bat? I think it's a cockroach or what's it a bat? I don't remember. Um, let me see. I think it's a cockroach devil. It was a cockroach devil. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. you got it in a minute. I think, um, hold on, it says. They accidentally kill the Bat Devil. <laughs> in the midst of the battle, he accidentally kills the Bat Devil. So the Bat Devil is definitely there. But the ch- the Cockroach Devil, which I assume is fucking feared, for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, niggas do not fuck with roaches. It's, they got wings? Get out of here. I'm running. Wings um, and they're unkillable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nuts to that. Um, but it's the compassionate there. Cockroaches gotta have, like, 25. Right. It's a compassion, compassioning compassionacy well compassion there the one about dating denji and like she having the opportunity to turn into a weapon at any time and choosing not to and like you know um oh even when your uh yoda tries to turn him into a, a weapon it doesn't work yeah like there's there's multiple opportunities but i guess that she can't because she definitely has feelings for him and then during the fallen devil arc again we explained it a lot but like a lot of her feelings and like it's the, it's the one situation where um, Yoru has to help Asa make sure that she doesn't die. So she legitimately has to go out her way to be like, yo, think about this. I mean, she does it in a very crude way by like pulling off her fingernails and cutting off her hand and all types of other extra shit like that. But it's like, yo, you got to think positive. You can't think negatively or we're going to die. Yeah, and, it's like it, it's even when he's like nail sword, so like her nail pops off, and he's like, "You got to focus on the pain and not on the trauma right now, like to to keep us together." I love the I love when you're able to see two parts that make a whole. I agree. I think it's I think it's special. I think it's a I think it's strong. Um, again, all these interactions between us and Chainsaw Man as well, how they defeat the chain the the the, the fallen devil. Essentially, that motorcycle shit is the hardest shit that I've ever seen in my life. Like, um, super duper chainsaw man motorcycle, and it, it turns the motor. Well, the the entire setup for it is funny because they're trying to run from the falling devil, and they're like, Asa's like, "Hey, steal that girl's motorcycle," and Denji's like, "I can't steal a motorcycle from a girl." Then they're like, "Then steal that guy's one." So he kicks the guy off the motorcycle. And steals it, and it's not going fast enough, but essentially because they want to make sure that there's a live, Asa uses her power to turn it into a super Chainsaw Man motorcycle. And Chainsaw Man is like, yo, did I do this shit? I must have, because this shit is fire. Um, and they managed to defeat the Falling Devil uh, in a sense. Well, not defeat it, but essentially like they get eaten by it, and then Nayuta says, use her Control Devil powers to make him throw it up, and then I think um, the was it the which devil which devil calls back home thing was it the famine devil yeah I yeah, guess it was the a famine, famine devil, devil. So the famine devil pops up at the it end talks it like, to yeah and it was like yo I'm actually the one who called this and blah 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 so. yeah because she's like I'm trying to because yeah they, once again this is the part where I really was like yo I'm I'm listen because I'm, the plot I'm not used, I'm not used to hive like on your hive. Right, no, absolutely. But then and it's that instance where the plot is kind of laid down. It's like, listen, Death Devil's coming. The 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 Nostradamus. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 event that we all predicted is absolutely coming, and even now, you to a sense of degrees, it's like, yeah, she's probably coming. Like, this is what's coming. We need to make sure that we do everything to save this thing. So you like Chinese food, right? And she's like, I love Chinese food. It's like that could be a good yes. Thing. That's the part. That's the part right there. That made me now you talk. You like Chinese? You like pizza, right? She was like, I love them shits. A world without it? Fuck no. Yeah. So she was like, Are you gonna help me? She's like, I got school. And then the next right. panel, third school. <laughs> And then the the people come in with their guns and like we got you. It's finally the part where the public safety really comes in and becomes it. So this current arc, let's talk about this current arc, which I don't have a name for yet, but I'm assuming it's the Chainsaw Man Church arc. Um, that's the that's the name I'm going to give it. Um, even though they're usually named after devils, so maybe it's the Fire Devil arc. Um, yeah, they had a weird play here. They had a very weird play here. Well, what do you think? Because this is the this is the part of the story where it seems like a lot of the this isn't like a we turn. There's a villain at the end. We, we I mean, I'm sure they'll beat the villain at the end, whatever. But this isn't as like cyclical as like problem resolution thing. Like, there's a lot being established in this. There's a lot of characters that are coming back. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of stuff, moving parts that are being established. I mean, Katana came back, right? all these weapon devils that kind of like show up um, and with the intention of, I mean, Fami presented that devil and she's putting all these obstacles in the way to essentially say like, Hey, we want people scared of two things, chainsaws and war. So we can have the war devil and the chainsaw devil um, chainsaw man become as strong as possible before the death thing comes up. And it's this whole scheme with the chainsaw man church which is essentially why that's coming into play. This cult that signed up a multiple amount of members and have them in packs with various weapon devils. And now they're being turned into weapons and stuff like that. Um, there's a Actually, lot of- even when they were talking about, um, the, I mean, the marriage part where it's like, you got all these people getting married, but it's like, really, it's not a marriage or signing this contract with the devil. And that's right. how they're going to. Like you, like all this stuff. Like you finally feel like the 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 plot of this, and I guess that's why people are saying like, "Yo, it's 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 a little bit long in the tooth, but we're finally getting there." And it's probably because we're like fifty chapters into where it ended the first time, and we're finally seem to be moving toward the Death Devil is a is what we're going towards. Even though I think this might be the same amount of time that Makima was maybe established as the major villain of this thing. Um, she was always unsettling, but I don't know if she was also always pitted as like the major villain of this, but I might be wrong. But, um, this current arc, I like it because of all the interactions of it. I like the idea that Chainsaw Man has become so big that there's a Chainsaw Man church, albeit it is very, it's, it's a scheme by the famine devil. And a couple more people involved. She has like a face for it. She has a fake chainsaw man who goes on TV. Meanwhile, the public safety is like, if you turn in a chainsaw man one more fucking time, I'm gonna kill you myself. And yeah, I'm gonna make sure are, you never see that. They are not playing with this nigga, bro. They do not, they're like, hey, relax. You are becoming a liability for us and a lot of other people. Yeah, it's a it's there's a lot going down in this uh this arc and it's great to see the public i like the the fact that the public safety divisions are back 
um, because you always wonder what kind of like happened with that. Um, and I assume we'll start seeing Keisha B again. Um, maybe if he's still part of this very corrupt thing. Um, but thus far we have seen, I guess, um, special division seven who is, a uh, Fumikyo, Quan Chi, Katana man. Um, and yeah, the, it's a lot of stuff going on. The public safety is not happy with their, all the things that are going on um, currently. Uh, they do not want... I guess they don't want any devils, but I guess it's... It's 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 impeding the current plot of how they're going with this. So there's two sides where the public safeties, and then there's the devils, and then they're in, you know... They're in conflict with one another, and seemingly Asa and Denji are in the middle, kind of, with, like, which way do you kind of go? Um, but the the plot is definitely blooming as we currently speak. Like, the, the latest chapter, we can kind of, like, talk about it. Um, but, like, I, once again, I've, I know that the pacing of this has been a... a the, the pacing has been something that people have not liked a lot. I'm saying it's dragging on, but I think it's helping this story so much. Because now I, I feel like there's once again the world is just different now. The the you know devils are in the forefront of the world. Like people know what they are. They're talking about them on the news. You know, Chainsaw Man is just like you know this superhero to these people. And right. so, like, the schemes and the things that are getting played are, like, they're so much different than when, like, Makima was doing it. Like, Makima had to work so hard behind the scenes. He had to set up so many different plays and so many different little things. Like, now, well, the public safety they're operating the have game's to... different. No, the public safety still kind of have to work behind the scenes as well. Not everything's so upfront. So, it's like, they can't go out their way and say they're killing Chainsaw Man. They're people who love Chainsaw Man. They kind of have to work in the shadows despite them doing the best for i guess human society like they've always had a kind of like work in the shadows where chainsaw man church is kind of like oh in the open i don't think people know that there's devils involved outside of chainsaw man but they feel like he's the best devil there um they know about the devils that are attacking society and that chainsaw man has kind of saved them but realistically like this latest instant um with uh the fire devil turning everyone into um Turn everyone into mini chainsaws, and now public safety has yeah, to like, kill crazy. everybody. Yeah, that's it's, it's, like man, Fujimoto's paneling is so amazing. He's good. Like he's he's. I think we. He might be out of all the ones. He might be the most creative mangaka that we've had in quite some time. Because I don't want to say like ironic. His mind, duh. But like, it is his mind. Like. I think he approaches things from a very millennial kind of like standpoint, but also like he he uses like less is kind of like more. And he takes a lot of these like decisions and sharp turns, but they never really feel like completely out of place. They never really feel like it's um it betrays the plot. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, not at all. It, like you it, said, if, I think I think it's just his like I said, his paneling i think it's just his decision making which feels very intentional is what sets it apart because i feel that if you give 
another mangaka. Obviously, if you give four mangaka a a plot or a series, you're gonna get four completely different stories um, right. out of it. I just think that what he's you're doing gonna get the weirdest movie. one with him, though. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely gonna get the weirdest one with him for sure. Um, but I just think that once again, like the little decisions that he makes seem very intentional, but they work. Right. No, they absolutely do, and. Chainsaw Man Part 2. I mean, it's continuing to go on right now. Shout out to that, the beeping devil. Um, it's continuing to go on right now. And again, it's great. Like, it's, I think, like you said, the pacing of it requ- is required um, to get this to kind of a certain point. I actually feel like, for instance, one of the other series that's kind of like going on, I think actually is going a little bit too fast which is like the only critique I'll give it because albeit it's been good. It's like, it's moving very quickly, which is Kagura Bachi. Um, we're on chapter seven and I feel like we're approaching like this chapter thing where we should be like in chapter like 23. Like I was like, Oh, the plot is moving. I mean, here. My, I mean, that was kind of one of my things of even the first chapter of just like, damn, I know who the main villain is already. I mean, maybe, maybe we're not long for this series. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe it is a shorter series, but the pacing is. And I'm like perfectly, that you know me, you know my love for short series. I'm perfectly okay with that. I do right. agree, though. I do do. I do feel that. In contrast, Kagurachi is moving. It's moving really quickly, but I think that when we're looking at how Shonen Jump was, especially when they were just cranking out new series after new series after new series after new series. The ones that have survived are the ones that had came out the gate at like 110 miles per hour of like, you know, we're about to move fast as fuck right now. Like we're about to get all this in your face, like this, this, this. And those are the ones that have been able to survive. I think a lot of them, too, have been able to, although they came out as fast and as aggressive as they did, they were able to kind of switch gears and slow down a little bit. I think I'm about to get to that point soon. Um so I I have an understanding of why, like maybe why he's the mangaka is moving at the pace that they are. Absolutely, but Chainsaw Man. I mean, for all intents and purposes, taking his time. The Death Devil is looming. You got the Four Horsemen Devil that's looming. You got the conflict with public safety and the Chainsaw Man Church. We got a uh, kind of like everything converging to a certain point. So I think we're at an interesting point in this series and I look forward to like maybe even a year from now to see kind of like where it's all at. Um, Chainsaw Man Part 2, thus far it's going pretty good. Like this is one of one writing. I don't think anyone can write a series like Fujimoto can write a series. Um, no, I think he's given, not at all. He's given, I, think, yeah. I think his pen game is easily the best right now in Shonen Jump. I, would, I don't even know if it's the... I couldn't say it's necessarily the best. I think it's the most interesting for sure. I think when you think about shonen and typical shonen and kind of like how it's formatted and the typical patterns and footsteps of how it kind of goes, it goes in a certain way. There's this, there's the introduction arc, and then there's usually some sort of tournament arc, and then there's some sort of training arc, and then there's some sort of major battle, and then they, you know, the the rehabilitation from said battle and it goes in a lot of these things and, and it typically follows the same format he has knocked all that and he has done it his own way and it has presented a much more enticing series than we've ever imagined and i think chainsaw man hype is well deserved because it is completely different from a lot of the things that we currently experience um 
with that said, I want to thank people for listening to this episode of The Lookout. Um, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at The Lookout RNC if you want to continue to discuss Chainsaw Man. I personally think it's probably one of our best episodes that we've done. I'm just going to say it. Um, I also think uh, you guys are going to be in for it next week when we do. All right, I'll wait for the Dominicans to pass by. Um I I think we're going to be in it for next week when the final episode of Attack on Titan drops and you get to finally hear uh, how we all think about it, even though I think Jamal is going to end up liking it more than he probably did. You can answer that phone, Jamal. Go crazy. Um, <laughs> but with that said, because I'm sure it's somewhat important, but with that said, um, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode again follow the lookout at lookout rnc make sure you stay tuned in this week for subs lie dubs lie i believe i don't want to you know what i'm not even gonna i don't know where they're gonna go this week so i don't want to announce it i have an idea where they're gonna go but again another major villain hey the fact that these niggas is doing villains and hit my line not once is crazy to me but I'm i love sure. y'all so much shout out to jandy I'm sure they will find you. At they point. did my line not once. I love y'all so much, though. Listen to Subs Lie, Dubs Lie. But listen, with that said, make sure you stay subscribed to Lookout on RNC Radio. Make sure you subscribe to Titan Time next week. You look forward to doing it. And uh, Ooh, yeah. Titan Time is going to be fun next week. It's going to be are fun. Are we going to get, are we going to argue? I think we're going to argue. I don't know if we'll argue. I'm fully sure we're not going to argue because I'm I think, I think pretty sure you're going to be, I'm almost sure you're going to be like, okay, the ending was good. You might say the ending was good, but, but I'm pretty sure you'll say the ending is good. I think, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to, I'm going to find something. It's 90 minutes, bro. Oh, God. They, they have more than enough time to sell you on this entire Big cataclysmic finish. I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm gonna watch it with a spiteful heart, just so. Well, yeah, do it. Watch it however you want to watch it. But, uh, <laughs> until then, we'll see you guys next week. Take care.